When we think of a roasted tea like hojicha, we normally think of a hot tea to enjoy on a cold day. But did you know that hojicha also works great as a cold brew? In this video, we're going to be comparing cold brewed hojicha to hot brewed hojicha to see which one works better. Before we get started, it would really mean a lot to us if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel and stay tuned for future tea videos. We have hundreds of videos on all sorts of topics related to Japanese green tea, but for this episode, we're going to focus on hojicha specifically. Let's get started. Okay, so what I have here is the Kuki Hojicha from Mr. Issen. Um, and I'm going to be comparing this as both a cold brew and as a hot brew tea. Um, so this is something I'm actually really looking forward to because I don't get to play around with this tea a whole lot. And I'm actually just as curious as you are about how this experiment is going to work out. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Hojicha is normally considered to be like a warming tea. Um, something you would drink in the fall or the winter time. Um, but we, what we found out when we met with the farmers uh, of Marafuku in Shizuoka is that this tea can actually be um, a really great cold brew, um, which is a little bit surprising considering that the, the flavor profile is more on these um, kind of earthy, wooden, um, a little bit nutty, chocolatey notes, um, definitely these warmer tasting profiles. Um, but surprisingly enough, it does work well as a cold brew tea. So I have five grams of the Kuki Hojicha here. Um, and as you can see, uh, this is a, a roasted stem tea. So it's a really dark roasted stem tea. Um, there are some leaves in here, but they're very rare. It's mostly an emphasis on the stems. Um, and Mr. Issen uses this, this method of, of roasting the stems to really get a dark tasting note out of the tea, which is really nice. Um, it's kind of got these flavors of black coffee and dark chocolate, which we really like. Um, and I also prepared this tea as a cold brew, which you can see here. Um, and I actually really like how the um, I really like how the stems kind of dance around in the glass here. Um, some of them are floating up at the surface, and some of them are down there. Um, but this was brewing for about maybe three or four hours, so it's really um, you know it's really getting pretty pretty dark here. So I'm really looking forward to tasting this tea out. So for the hot brew, I'm going to be using um, 80 degrees Celsius water. Uh, I learned in a previous experiment that I really like to push the limits on this tea. So I really want to extract that dark flavor. So I'm going to be using a little bit less water. I'm going to be using hot water, so 80 degrees Celsius and uh, a brewing time of a little over a minute because I really want to push out some of these darker flavor profiles. Um, but while we're waiting on this hot brew tea, I can go ahead and extract the cold brew. So I'm just going to put a filter on here, the tea strainer. Um, and this is just the only thing that you really need when making cold brew is a tea strainer. You can use two glasses if that's all you have. Works perfectly fine. Um, but just make sure you have that strainer so you can take the leaves out when they're done. Um, and we found like three, three hours is kind of the optimal time. You can go overnight. You might find that it's a little bit overbrewed and you can do one or two hours, but you may find that the, the flavor is just not quite where you want it to be. It's, it's just a little bit weak. Um, so you can see really dark color here. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pour out the hot brew now. It's probably been over a minute, but with this tea, I really want it to get dark. So I'm kind of trying to, uh, to push the limits a little bit here. So hopefully I end up with about the same color. I know the quantities are different, but let's see. Yeah, more or less, I would say the cold brew is a little bit darker, but both of these are starting to look like a really light coffee, which is kind of what you want with this tea. 
go ahead and smell the aroma of the leaves. You can see, well, I say leaves, but they're really more stems. Yeah, it's really heavy on these campfire. Almost getting like a, almost getting like a burnt marshmallow. Like when you're making a s'more or something and you just go a little bit overboard. That's kind of what the aroma's like to me. So I'm gonna go ahead and start with the cold brew. Oh, wow. That's really, really good. Yeah, again, this is a tea I don't really play around with a whole lot. Um, and normally when I cold brew, a hojicha, I'll actually kind of make my own for the cold brew. Um, but this is my first time really using this uh, cookie hojicha as a cold brew tea, and I really, really like it. I find that a lot of times cold brew teas just lack a little bit of flavor, um, and this one does not lack any flavor at all. It's, it's really, really strong, which I like. So definitely getting more of these dark chocolate notes. Um, you get some of this coffee flavor in the finish I would say like um, yeah the, like the bitterness is coffee the sweetness is chocolate really really good really good and this is a very low caffeine tea so you can kind of this can be kind of like the tea you drink all afternoon um, which is always good for me to have because the teas I like the most tend to be the highest in caffeine and it's kind of hard because I can't drink a whole lot afternoon so the hopper is a little more on the on the wooden side, so I'm getting more of these woody notes, which makes sense because you know the stems are a little bit more woody than uh, than leaves. Definitely like toasted hazelnut, toasted walnuts, things like that. In the finish, I get this kind of caramel sweetness, but I'm actually definitely liking uh, the cold brew more. Hmm. Oh, what is that? You know, it's actually kind of a little bit hoppy. It's like, um, and this is something that you might find in, in other teas um, from the, the terpenes, but the, uh, the flavor is almost like a, like a craft beer almost. Yeah, you almost get this like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but you almost get this like bright hoppy flavor that you would get in a, in a craft beer or something like that. But definitely more more of this chocolate, more of this this coffee, um, and then here you get more of the the toasted walnuts, toasted hazelnuts, um, and the caramel. So I'm actually kind of surprised. Normally you'd get a little more sweetness with the cold brew. Here you're actually getting a little bit more of that coffee flavor, uh, probably because I brewed it just a little bit on the longer side. Yeah, that's really good. Really, really good. I really want to play around more with these these roasted stem teas as cold brews because some of my all-time favorite hojichas have been um, the ones I roast myself from uh, from a kukicha and then I just I just cold brew it um, and I get really good results from that um, so it's only it's only logical that the the cookie hojicha would work well because this is a, a dark roasted stem tea but it's made by a professional it's not made by me in my kitchen um, so I'm not surprised that it's much better. So um, this is uh, this is really surprising. I, I'm surprised that this one, the hot brew, is a little bit sweeter than the cold brew. Uh, the cold brew definitely has more raw power, uh, more of these coffee and dark chocolate flavors. Um, and then I'm also surprised by this kind of like this hoppiness, which I've had before in a tea, but it's been a black tea. Um, 
so it's really, really nice to see this. I definitely learned a lot from this tasting. Um, so I hope you guys like this video. Uh, if you made it this far and you have any questions, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. And um, of course, it would really mean a lot to us if you could subscribe to the channel and stay tuned for future videos. Um, but until then, we'll see you next time for the next tasting.